Welcome to Life, Love, and Everything Else, the number one show dedicated to giving you wisdom to help you live a better, more successful life by showing you how to make right choices in everyday life situations. Now, let's go right into today's program. Hello everyone, I'm Belise Smith, the host of Life, Love, and Everything Else. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please comment and become a part of our Life, Love Circle by subscribing so that you are among the first notified of all new episodes. Thank you so much for your support. Betrayal one of the most devastating things that can happen to someone. And everyone has heard of some type of incident where someone was greatly betrayed. Betrayal is when someone exposes a person to danger, and it also includes that someone uh, experiencing disloyalty. Betrayal is devastating because it includes someone experiencing being betrayed by someone they deeply love, deeply trusted, like a friend or a relative or even a lover. There are several examples in the Bible that talk about people being betrayed. We have Cain and Abel, two brothers. We have Joseph and his brothers. We have Delilah, who betrays Samson, two lovers. And we have Saul and David, a somewhat of a mentor and a mentee. And then there are several other examples in the Word about people experiencing betrayal. And one of the ultimate examples also is between Christ and Judas, where you have a leader and a follower. And when someone experiences betrayal, it is one of the hardest things to deal with. And people are so devastated, depending on the situation, they don't know if they can survive coming through this thing because they cannot believe that this is happening to them from somebody they truly cared about. How can people come through betrayal? How can you overcome that? What are you supposed to do? What is the right thing to do? How do you come through betrayal? And oftentimes the, the way to determine that is the level of betrayal. Because according to the level, the person that was basically the victim how they are to view this person going forward, what will the relationship be like, if any, or even include what was the outcome of the level of betrayal. Because sometimes, like in the case of Cain and Abel, it caused a person their life. Like sometimes, betrayal can cost another person their life. That is a level of betrayal that goes to a whole nother level of how do you survive that? 
how does somebody come out of when it costs someone else's their life, how would that family survive dealing with the person that caused one of their loved ones their life? And the same in the case, the story of Joseph and his brothers. How do you come through that when basically the brothers uh, wanted to kill Joseph, their own brother, but in him being spared from being killed by his brothers, he was sold into slavery. And by all account, as far as the brothers that were jealous of Joseph, they wanted to just completely get rid of him. In their eyes, he was gone and never coming back. And Joseph felt that. Joseph had to experience that type of hatred from his brother. And the thing about betrayal all is that it does include a form of hatred. Here is the dilemma where someone has to deal with facing the fact according to the level of betrayal, the level of hate that this person had towards them when the victim felt like everything was good. They loved this person or they cared about the person that betrayed them or they trusted them, all of these things. And yet, how in the world did that person have it in their heart to hate them? How, what, when, and where did all of this come from? And and a lot of times, just putting it plain, but it is a form of hate, that type of hate and disloyalty that someone can be that close to another person and pretend to care about them and love them and be their friend or be a relative or even be a mate in a mating situation that could put another person's life in danger or their well-being, that's a demonic spirit. That is a spirit. That type of hate is definitely a demonic spirit for people to be able to disguise that type of hatred for someone they are pretending to care about. So how do you survive that? Well, we know we've heard you forgive and you forget. We've heard things like turn the other cheek, let bygones be bygones, and all of these type of things. What I would say to that is, sure, forgiving is something that is more for the victim than it is for the predator, perpetrator, the one that caused the offense. Because when you hold on to a strong level of unforgiveness, it greatly affects the victim more than it does the person who caused the offense. Because it takes away your peace, it takes away your joy, your happiness, it puts you in a whole different mindset. And it gives that person who caused the offense that power because the victim is having a hard time letting all of that hurt, pain, and offense go that they are more preoccupied with unforgiveness than the person who caused the pain is may not even be thinking about it anymore. 
or as if it didn't even affect them that they could have devastated the life of somebody that considered them a friend or a trusted confidant or even as close as a relative. So how do you come through that? You do forgive, but I'd also suggest that, and it goes without saying because most people do this anyway, you don't forget. And I like to give the example of in, in situations like that, it's just like when you have an injury of some kind and for a while you have to have some type of bandage on your body as your injury heals. And as long as that part of the body is bandaged up, you will remember it because you're looking at it every day. And as your body heals, you are experiencing pain from when the injury occurred. But as time goes on and the bandages come off and the injury is healed, and you may even have a little scar from that injury, eventually the pain is not as severe. The pain diminishes more and more and more until one day, maybe the only thing that's left of that injury to remind you of it is maybe a little scar. But when you rub on that scar, there's nothing. You don't feel anything. And that's what I like for anyone who may be dealing with a situation of betrayal right now to think about this, is that you do forgive, but you will always remember. So don't burden yourself with feeling like something is wrong with you if you remember what was done to you. Because remembering can be used in a positive way, and that is when people show you who they are, remember that. So that means that you do not have to be bothered with that person again. You do not have to give them another chance to hurt you. When people show you who they are, believe them. You aren't doing anything wrong. If someone betrays you and in your heart before God, you ask God to help you to forgive. And according to the devastation, you may have to pray hard. And the words to say is, Lord, I will to forgive. You have a willing spirit to forgive because that forgiveness is for you. It's for you. It's going to help you to heal. It's going to help you to overcome. It's going to help you survive this period of devastation and hurt. That will to forgive is going to help you. But you'll always more than likely remember how this betrayal made you feel. And that's okay. Because you know why? Because you have just added another life lesson to your experiences in life. You will be able to share your story, your experience, your testimony with other people objectively to be able to help somebody else, to pay it forward for somebody else, to help them to be encouraged because they'll look at you and see that, wow, you came through that, you're still standing, you are surviving, you're thriving, you're prospering, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And I have experienced people telling me things that they have come through and to look at them, you would not even know it. And it even encouraged me. I mean, I may not have experienced 
those type of devastations. But oh my goodness, it is encouraging to see people be that resilient. And it makes whatever issues we may have dealt with seem like, wow, if that person can come through something like that, I know I can handle the things that I may have had to deal with, even though betrayal can be very, very devastating. Because in order for somebody to betray you, they have to have had to have been in a position of trust with you. And with that, they knew things about you that other people didn't know, and they took advantage of those things, or they put you in situations that you never would have thought they would have done that. An enemy would probably have done less. And that's the bad part about it is those times of betrayal from those that we think are friends or loved ones are usually things that we feel like, wow, I don't even think I've ever experienced anything like this from people that did that openly showed they didn't like me. But to experience this, so this is a message for someone who may be dealing with this particular issue right now that you're going to be okay, that in listening to this message, thank God that whatever form of betrayal that you have had to deal with, that at least it did not take you out. And that means you have an opportunity to move forward, to keep going, to come through this thing, and to have a better life. And the person that betrayed you handle it accordingly. I saw recently where there was a well-known person who was betrayed by a close family member out of millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And the well-known person was saying that, but they were giving this relative money and all they had to do was to ask them for whatever they needed and they didn't have to steal from them like that. And the well-known person is suing this relative. And it has caused division in their family. But that is an applicable action to take. That is better than something else more drastic. Because when people are faced with devastation, sometimes it can really cause their humanness to be tested probably beyond their control and it takes tremendous amount of control and effort to contain the hurt the pain the anger that someone would feel so if suing somebody is something that will help them to go through this then that's an applicable solution. Just because the person that may have betrayed someone may be a relative does not mean they don't need to be held accountable. This is just a quick message on surviving betrayal. How do you come through this? And of course, I'm going to always say prayer. You have to. Again, according to the level of betrayal and a lot of and a lot of times it is so devastating. The only way you can actually come out of it to even go to the next level, the first thing is taking it to God in prayer. 
and asking and crying out to God to help you through this thing. Ask Him to make you strong, help you to come through this, and that you will to forgive this person because that's how you are able to let it go and to be in a space and a place to go on with your life and to thrive and prosper and and continue on to help somebody. I pray for anyone that may be dealing with this. I pray the peace of God upon your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, because I know and have personally experienced betrayal myself can be a very devastating thing and it could take you a while to get over it but the good part about it is that you will come through it and what it will do is make you sharper stronger and it makes you wiser on really having a strong discernment about certain things and people once you come through something really bad it equips you to be to have the heads up about what that thing looks like if you ever come across it again. As I said earlier, you'll be able to help somebody else and pay it forward. And then that's a good thing. Because remember, anything that the devil means for evil, God can use it for good. Your good and the good of somebody else with learning something from one of your life lessons. Well, as always, that's it for now. Share this message, and until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Life, Love, and Everything Else.